0: And welcome into Fantasy Baseball Camp, episode Double Deuce. But yet, that's not what gang signs Tommy was throwing up. Tommy, I mean, what are those gang signs you tossing up there?
1: Both. it's a uh, part of Ellie De La Cruz's celebration when he gets on base. Been watching a couple games of his.
0: Is he good or something?
1: I'll talk about him in a minute.
0: <laughs> so is he here you we've got Tommy at the camp tonight. We've also got Wesley. Wesley and uh, did not throw up any gang signs. Uh, I did not, no. and got that fishing
2: shirt. The fish weren't really biting much, uh, so I figured I'd just come in and do the podcast. Um,
0: pretty <laughs> hot, you
2: know. I'm, I'm a terrible fisherman anyways, so.
0: It's that odor you give off, the switch and smell mm, it. It's that here yeah. So, yeah, this is uh, episode 22. We're getting ready for Fantasy Baseball Week 11. Trying to find you guys. Hidden gems in, in the what's the saying? Gems in the duh? In the waiver wire. Yeah, well, sure. That's what that's not looking for, <laughs> but sure. Hidden gems in. the. Diamonds in the rough, wire. man. Diamonds, Diamonds in, in the, the rough. rough. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so great with saying with with sayings, you know. Fool me once. Can't get fooled again. You know, talking about George Bush, uh, thing. Anyways, uh, we'll jump right in. Uh, Tommy, you want uh, to give us a little uh, talk about uh, who you love to uh, talk about?
1: Yeah, this is not one of my waiver wire recommendations because on CBS he's 92% rostered. Um, but if you're in 8% league, leagues that he's not rostered, go pick him up. That will be Ellie Day Cruz. You may have heard of him. He's kind of been all over Twitter for the last month and the last couple weeks, even even more. He's kind of a phenom. He's like a cross between a – Aaron Judge, O'Neill, Cruz, and a and something else. He's a freak. He's been in the, in the league three days. He has one of the hardest hit balls. He has the fastest sprint speed. Um, a, he's ninety six percentile max exit velocity, so only four percent of people hit hit a ball harder than him. After three days, he's he's kind of doing in, it all.
0: In two games, he has a home run, a double, and a triple.
1: Yep, yeah, and a stolen base. He got one today, so he's kind of a five tool player. He's kind of potentially going to be a first round pick next year. If he lives up to his hype, that's probably more of a roto league categories. I could see him being second or third, you know, Um, because the strikeout rate,
2: if there was a six tool, he would probably have that too.
1: He'd probably, that'd be the hair, the flow.
2: Ask for women. Maybe he
1: does. um,
2: (laughs) He's got the looks too, man. Yeah. That's a six tool.
1: He's, he's a freak athlete and I'm so excited, not just for Ellie, but just for the reds. Um, Be part of that organization. Um, there you got a young bunch of young guys are calling up between Abbott, McLean, India's there, uh, Ellie, I one more. Christian and Karasha, and Strand's coming up eventually, Fraley's hot, I uh, think another prospect I forgot pitching-wise, I think it's going to be an exciting time for Reds baseball, Cincinnati fans mm-hmm. should be excited, so.
0: The NL Central sucks, so it's it's yeah. easily theirs for the taking.
1: Yeah. Trash. I Agreed, so. Uh, you can't pick him up Second more class. likely. You don't have to push anything. <laughs> more than likely, you cannot pick up Ellie, but I just wanted Honorable to mention he's up. It's exciting. Watch the Reds baseball games.
0: He's even wor- he's worth it in redraft leagues. Like Tommy said, it does make 92% of them. Yes. So sell high, right, Tommy? Sell high. The hype, no. the hype will never be higher.
1: I will, I will say this you can sell him if you can get a, an equivalent top 25 player for him on a pitching. Hitting across the board, I think I would not sell for anything less than that.
0: Would you? Uh, would you? Could you? In a box? Box?
2: Would you? Sorry. Would you trade for
1: uh, Julio Urias? No, not with what I just performed right now. So don't send me that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love to, to uh, look at the waiver wires from last night, West. You finally, uh, you finally, I finally did up. It. A, you finally picked up somebody before recommending them on the show here? Who is that that you recommended? Or are going to recommend yeah. tonight?
2: Well, uh, look, I, j- I finally got done uh, drying my eyes uh, from the Jacob DeGrom news. Um, as if we <laughs> didn't know that was coming, you know, um, as if we didn't know, but so I- I'm going to recommend Dane Dunning because that simply means for him that he's going to have an opportunity to stick in the rotation. Right. So, Um, And I know that his last outing, he gave up four earned runs, um, but I will challenge you to find a starting pitcher that hasn't given up at least four runs in an outing this year. Um, I promise you, it's going to be very hard to do. So Dane Dunning is 73% rostered, Um, man. He's been consistent. He's been scoring, you know, 15 to 20 points per outing. Uh, I would say there's only two outings week nine, week 10, back to back that he did not score that amount. So, yeah, look, he's not a guy that's going to overpower you. He's not going to get a ton of strikeouts, but he plays on a team that has the best offense in baseball. Um, And look, in this environment, if I can have a pitcher that's going to go out, throw six, you know, he might give up seven hits, strike out four. Um, But you know what? He has a chance to win every night because he has a good offense. Yeah, I'm going to take Dane Dunning. Uh, I'm going to put him on my bench. Um, We'll see if I can find a way to fit him into uh, rotation.
1: I want to yeah. make a comp for Dane Dunning. You guys let me see if you agree with this. And I'm gonna go with Bryce Elder. And the reason being is none of his, his underlying metrics like pop off the pop off the board. He doesn't he doesn't look electric. But I mean he's 6'4", 225. he's a big boy, he limits walks. Um, and he plays for a good team. And I'm gonna keep putting him out there while he's performing, but I'm not necessarily super excited about doing it. And that's how I feel about Bryce Elder too. Agreed, disagree. Yeah,
2: yeah, I would say that's a that's a great comp. You know, they're both guys that are what 90, 92 to ninety four. Um they got some sync, some run. Um definitely control type guys. Um but yeah, I, I love that comp.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, a good pickup. Um I echo everything you said. He's he's pitched well and, and until he proved otherwise I, I think he roster him. And it's has got uh,
0: the offense behind him, so he's gonna get offense and defense really. He's
1: got yeah. the team.
2: And the the thing we keep saying about Bryce Elder, right, is I I don't know what makes him good, but whatever it is, he's the best in the league at it. And like, I feel like I could say the same thing about Dane Dunning. Like, I, I'll be, I, I don't know what makes him good. Um, nothing about his stuff really impresses me. But man, for whatever reason, he gets outs, and that gets points. So. I'm in.
0: Yeah, I, 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 he faces he does face the Angels in Toronto next week, so not favorable matchups. Uh, or one or the other. I don't know who he's who he's lined up against, but he faces one or the other. So I don't know about next week. But West said, "You just say grab him for the bench because he's he's stuck in the rotation. But yeah, he's got the good matchup. He's probably a good start." Speaking of guys to face with good starts, who you to is pitching against Oakland this weekend, and then he pitches against Pittsburgh. So if you're listening to this on Friday and you have a daily league of Saturday, for Saturday, Julio Tehran's probably a good pick. The guy uh, is pitching well. He has uh, in three starts has a one-five-six ERA, ten strikeouts and seventeen innings, and only two walks. A whip under one. Hey, ride it while it's hot until he gives up four run runs. Ain't that right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like streamers are I mean, for what a read that's just what's working this year, man. That's what's working for Daniel, son.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, all, no all he's been doing. And look what it's gotten him. So uh Hulu to Ron. Uh, while while he's hot and then has favorable matchups. Um watch how he pitches against Oakland this weekend. It should be a decent outing for the guy and then he lines up to pitch against uh, Pittsburgh the following week for week 11. So that's that's my recommendation for next week Tommy. We'll, let's move right into uh, your pick actual recommendation.
1: Yeah, not Ellie because you're not gonna be able to get him, like I said. Um, I think it's no surprise here if you listen to the podcast long enough, you know that I'm a Red Sox fan, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the Cincinnati Reds fans to, to dub me an honorary member. Maybe my National League team. I've been hyping them up this last week, the week before, and I'm gonna continue that train. Last week I went Matt McClain and Ben Lively, not Blake Lively. I talked about of the cruise. Mm-hmm. This time I'm gonna go with Andrew Abbott, um, another Cincinnati Red pitcher. This is like the underground you world about or something. Last week. No, Lively is what I talked about last week. Okay, because you corrected I, I, me no. because I said Blake. Yeah. Maybe maybe offline we talked about him. Um. So so let me read you what what Ben Lively. Not been Lively did it again. There you go, Andrew Abbott in in 2023 minor leagues he had a 15 K per nine and a zero nine two whip combined. Now Mount tamper expectations because he was playing in Double A with the sticky ball, the pre tack ball, and he had 20.7 K per nine, just ridiculous. And Sheesh. then in in oh. seven seven games in triple-A, when he called up the not the pre tack ball he had just short under 13 K per nine, still fantastic, um, a one whip. So he wasn't as dominant, but it's anything you could hope for um, in a player. So he was fantastic. The Reds finally called him up. He made his debut against the Dodgers? No. Yeah, the
2: excuse the, the Brewers. Brewers. The Brewers. The Brewers, Brewers,
1: yeah. Um, and he went six innings, one hit, four walks, six strikeouts. Uh, I think I watched that start. He got squeezed a couple times. I'm sure he was a little nervous and shaky. He missed a couple up, up in the zone a couple times. So I'm going to attribute that to, to nervous and shakiness. Those are about as good of a stat line you could hope for. I don't think he's going to be that every time out. I think the strikeouts are going to be there. I think he's going to hit a little bit more. They let him go 105 pitches in debut, so I'm not worried about that. Um, I think he's going to get quality starts. He'll go deep as long as he's pitching well. And I think for all those reasons with his pedigree and what he did his debut, I'd recommend him as my waiver wire ad. Um,
0: Man, could the Reds use some reliable pitching? Yeah, if you yeah have no the doubt. They got the offense, and they just—they, I think they have one of the worst starters, like
2: ERAs, in the week. Yeah, and, no and it's put, weird no one... because they have talent all throughout their starting rotation. Man, Hunter Green, Ladolo, um, you know Ashcraft. Sure, like, I would take
1: Ashcraft off that list. He's he's been so bad recently. I know, I know. So bad. but
2: You you can't say he's not talented, man. His stuff is really yeah. good. I'm he's just all, he's all just been it's... terrible.
1: He yeah. does have good stuff, plus, you know, if we measure it, but <clears> he <throat> just can't put it together.
0: Oh, how would you? the Red Starters can.
2: And Tommy, how would you, uh, if you're comparing Abbott to, let's say, a Logan Allen, like, or even a Tanner Bybee, even though he's a righty, like, how would you, where are you at on that?
1: I think the ceiling is higher for Abbott. Um, Logan Allen gets a lot of hits, but he has good in strikeouts. Bybee's been so-so in strikeouts but a caper nine. That's a really good one, two, three rank, though. It's hard f- for me to say for sure. I want to see some more out of, out of Abbott. Um, I think you know what you have with Logan and Allen and Bybee. Respectable starters. Solid maybe four, three tops at the end of the day. They're not going to be aces. I don't think Abbott's going to be an ace. Don't get me wrong. But I think he could be like an SP2 for you when he when he really starts to turn it on.
2: Yeah, I don't so know, a man. It's
1: ceiling versus floor for me. He's
2: struck a lot. He led the Myers in... Almost every category. Uh, so I, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, and uh, I'm right now. I might say, uh, I might say, Bybee, Logan Allen, Abbott. But truthfully, in a month or two, like, long term, I would probably say Bybee, Abbott, Logan Allen.
1: Yeah, Logan Allen. There's nothing about him that that just pops off the page. It's kind of like a Shane Bieber, which is yeah. bad because Shane Bieber's been bad recently, but um Allen's just been consistent he's done it he doesn't have fast stuff but he's got good command he doesn't walk a lot he just gives up a lot of hits which which is weird because yeah. he strikes out a lot of people too uh, i don't know i can't figure him out he's not a typical way to i rank and and do analysis on a player but i like him so uh it's yeah, a, I, I, I a good i
0: think st- statistical or prospect ranking wise they would probably go by the logan allen uh, not prospects guide report wise right now
1: yeah, that's probably. Ask me again in two weeks, but that's probably what it is right now.
0: Oh, right now, right now, Abbott, you know, having have just come up and what six strikeouts in his first start.
1: Yeah. And so. The the hundred and five pitches is really it gets me excited because volume <laughs> is huge in points leagues. Yeah. And and he's more he, he had fifty um, something pitches in two innings, so if he's efficient, he could easily go seven innings a game. That's that's a big ask, but there's there's no reason he couldn't if they're going to let him go that long.
2: Yeah, that was the one thing where I was like. Whoa man, if they're they're typically MLB clubs are not gonna let their young guys go eighty ninety pitches. So the Fair fact nice. that he went one five
0: He's twenty four.
1: I wouldn't call him young. He came Ooh, out of Virginia Just the he's for a couple
0: not years. 21. Yeah. Well so these guys that usually are coming up prospects, like was saying hundred and five is a year and get to go deep. Usually these prospects that you're able to find off the waiver wire and try to hope for the best are being capped at seventy pitches. Yeah, they come out in the fourth inning and not even qualifying mm-hmm. for the win.
1: He so pitched that's, that's a, huge 118 innings in 2022, and then in 2021, he pitched 106 innings for Virginia, plus another so about he, 120. He shouldn't,
0: have, shouldn't have much, much of a leash then. Yeah, he should be but, around 150, 160, I'd say. Yeah, that's the most he, he's not going to get to 200, I think, if they just let him go, anyways.
1: No. I could see any cap towards the end of the season, maybe bringing it back, um, saving for the playoffs, but yeah, ride it well, it's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now they're in third place. It's not a tough division. The Pirates are in front of them. They're fading. The Brewers, I don't know how they could keep it up, but the Brewers are going to get pictures back. Um, Woodruff's going to come back, right? He's, he's, not, he's not up for the Yeah, years, I think...
2: Yeah. No, he's coming back late June, I think, like June 30th or first of July.
1: Probably all star break. If that's if that's the yeah. timeline, might as well give him another week.
2: Yeah, I've been trying to I've been trying to acquire him for some time now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Wes, why don't you give us a, a- another pick? Yeah.
2: So uh, my second pick is going to be a guy that hit two home runs last night. Uh
0: Joey Weimer.
2: So well, speaking of the Brewers. Yeah. Brew Crew, man. Love the Brew Crew. Uh,
0: they haven't really that perfect been. Perfect the... segue right there, was he missed it. Uh,
2: yeah. We'll have to talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Joey, Joey Weimer, Weimer.
2: Yeah, so Weimer is I mean, look, he's he's got the opportunity to be like a 20-20 guy, 30-30 guy. Um, You look at his minor league stats in 21, he hit 27 home runs and stole 30 bases. 22, he hit 21 home runs and stole 31 bases. Um, You know, he was a 280 hitter in the minors. So, you know, look, I expect him to be like a 250, 260 hitter in the the major leagues over time. Um, But, I mean, just that combination of speed, stolen bases, and power – um, it's just rare to find. So in a points league, like those are your biggest opportunities: to earn points, home runs, stolen bases, right? Um, so I'm I'm interested in that. Uh, and also to talk about Wimmer, what he's done in the last uh two weeks. So he's scored almost 50 points in the last two weeks. That's Man. week nine and week ten. Um, he's he will probably eclipse that by the end of this week but his average on may 30th was 180 187 and he's now at 231 so he's been on a heater lately and he has guaranteed play time he is the starting center fielder for the brewers so um he's he's going to play right there I, are some uh, other guys i can recommend that might not play every day like a jesus sanchez right like he's really good and he's been hot but he doesn't play against lefties um so i i I hate that i would i want jose sanchez uh jesus sanchez over weimer but Weimer plays every day so and he's he's hot right now so i'm you know i'm gonna ride this as long as i can
0: yeah at the beginning of the year the brewers had i felt like three outfielding prospects and Weimer's the one who has proved – I think that's – Weimer was one but the, they were highest on. Him. Yeah. And, I mean, if you just Google Joey Weimer, the first article that comes up is Joey Weimer showing why he could be a star in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at his uh, Scott report, he receives high praise for, as a draft prospect for his raw power potential. Um, so right there, would you say 20, 20 home run potential? Early. Yeah,
2: he's he's got some twenty twenty potential for sure.
0: I don't know. I was going to try and
2: show a graphic uh, so that to make Tommy put in a uh, a waiver claim, but I can't uh, I can't do that. I'm going to have to send this screenshot to you, Tommy,
1: <laughs> for uh, Weimer. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. All right, I'll post it on Twitter. I'm about then. to. I'm about to get three outfielders in a trade. So, why would you want three? Oh, just wait.
2: Hmm. I'm not giving you Julio
0: if that's what you're. No. <laughs> he's he's uh, bending, bending somebody over
1: Burns, check your inbox. <laughs> 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 so I've got a. Uh...
0: I've got another uh, pitcher to recommend, and this isn't necessarily a huge recommendation, but it's only because of who he's going to be facing next week. That's Taiwan Ty- Taiwan Walker. He's pitching against Washington. Um, he's in his last start. Oh, I, miss, I don't have his page up anymore. How did I mess that up?
2: Is he a two start this week or next week? Is he a two start next week? I don't think so,
0: Taiwan Walker. It might be this he's week, not 2 start next week. Yeah, must have been this, this past week that he was. Yeah. But Taiwan Walker, um, just like I mentioned how Holo Tehran he's facing Oakland, he's facing Pittsburgh. great pitching matchups. Go ahead and give him a give him a, a, a try. This is exactly what we're doing with Taiwan Walker when you're just trying to find streamers who's available on the waiver wire. I bet Tom Walker's there. I think he's about 71% owned. Ha- has decent strikeout potential. as in his career. But also has the potential to blow up. That's why he's on the waiver wire and not on Wesley's team anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, anything
0: I, to add about Walker there, Wes? Yeah, I, I drafted screen. him
2: based on what he had done in the World Baseball Classic. And he had actually... He had been average to above average last year. So I guess my thought there in drafting him was like, you know, I didn't didn't invest much. I mean, he was my second to last pick, right? So I'm not worried about dropping him. But, you know, he plays for the Phillies. They're supposed to have a great, great offense, but it hasn't gone that way so far. So my thought was, hey, look, this is a guy where, you know, in two start weeks, he's going to get a lot of offensive help, you know, and good matchups. I can start him. Uh, that snowballed pretty quickly, so I dropped him. But, you know, it, he just he doesn't present much upside, so I don't think he's a guy I'm going to keep on my roster for an extended period of time. But in a situation like this, like you're saying, like, hey, I'm going to pick him up to play the matchup. Um, if you picked him up, it was this week, week nine, and he's a two-star pitcher. You know, if you picked him up for a two-star week in week nine, hey, man, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, I didn't do it, but, you know, had I looked at it beforehand, I probably would have considered it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, going off of, uh, I, I want to do one more mention of, uh, I talked about him as a speculative ad I think two weeks ago, and that's AJ Smith Sawyer, Solver Solver Schauber, Shaver. I don't know if we've figured that one out yet.
1: <laughs> He's AJ <Schauber. laughs> Smith Schauber.
0: It's been noted that he is going to uh, get some a start this Friday, which is today. If you're listening to this on the day that we first released this episode, and it's against Washington. Uh, so, let's see how that start goes. And the guy has strikeout potential. That's what you look for in uh, high point starting pitchers. Um, so, I just want to give him as a mention. Or I mentioned him as a speculative ad. You can probably go ahead and add him now. Another spe- yeah, speculative ad, if you haven't already, because um, he's on a good Braves team who will give you a uh, good offense behind you, as long as you don't give up you know, eight runs to the Mets.
1: Yeah, I, I picked him up about a week ago when he went to the bullpen, and then uh, Soroka started not doing so well. It was right before they, they talked about him possibly starting Saturday, as a speculation in our daily league and my Yahoo, Yahoo daily league, and just kind of held on to him for a week and it paid off. He didn't he ended up getting the strider treatment and coming to the, the rotation. If only, so hopefully
0: yeah. it only got four more or a couple more views out of the bullpen, that would have yeah. been a clutch.
1: Either way as a starter, he'll be he'll be valuable. hopefully. He's young and he came quick. We'll see we'll see what that, that happens.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Tommy, speaking of valuable, who else do you think is
1: uh, valuable <laughs> next week? Well, that's a interesting. Term you use valuable because it's not really <laughs> the term I would use for my, my next recommendation. It's a position we really never talk about unless you ask Wes about Francisco Alvarez because he's in love with that boy. Um, hey but man, I'm, I'm tra- talk
2: about, trash Alvarez and he hits three home runs, baby. Come on,
1: I'm going to talk about a catcher. I didn't think no, I would be talking are. about him, but yeah, no, don't talk about him. Gary
2: Sanchez. I was going to I was going to do the same thing. <laughs>
1: so I have very little faith in in this recommendation, but. Since joining, <laughs> since joining the, the, the Padres, he's done nothing but hit, and hit, and all hit. Us. Yeah, he's yeah, been good. Us. He's He's got 1,000 OPS on the year, four home runs, 686 slug. That's for the year when he played a couple games with the Mets, and he wasn't good. So he did a small sample size, 35 at-bats. But there was a time in his career, like 2017, 18, 19, and he was a feared hitter. He was one of the hardest-hitting players in the game, not just catchers, but players. At one point, he had a 121.1 exit velocity. That's one of the highest measured exit velocities of all time, let alone for a catcher. So if he's refound his form. He's going to strike out a lot. He's not going to hit for average, but he can hit you home runs. And if he's going to play often for the Padres, that's a, it's in theory a good lineup they haven't been so far. So I don't have a ton of faith in it, and I don't even know how long he's going to be on the Padres if he starts to slump again. But I, I've i been pleasantly surprised with what I've seen from Gary Sanchez so far with the Padres.
2: Hey, Ride it while it's hot, man. I mean, especially, yeah, ca- especially a catcher.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean it's, that's the reason I recommend. It. If he was playing first base, no, I'm not talking about him. But he's yeah. playing catcher, and odds yeah. are, if you're the 12th ranked catcher in your league and you've got him, I don't, even, I don't have the rankers in front of me, but there should probably you can probably drop whoever you've got right now, pick up Gary Sanchez for two weeks while he's hot, and then go pick your guy back up again if you don't like him. I wouldn't drop JT or Kirk or Varsho or any of those guys, but you know, if you've got yeah. You want to know who,
0: oh, if you've got William Contreras as your catcher right now, Ryan Carrizan
1: yeah. Sanchez. Yeah, or like Shay Langoliers or something like that. The
2: 12th ranked catcher right now in points leagues is Cal Raleigh.
1: But he may be 12th ranked, but he's probably not 12th in points. He's been hitting surprisingly well. He's in like fourth he's in, a, the, in
2: the. He's at 122.5. That's not bad for a catcher. That's not bad. I mean Sean Murphy's no, number it's one. There's a fancy
0: baseball player right now. But
2: like in that area, right? Like in the eleventh, twelfth area, you're looking at Shea Langley years, Alejandro Kirk, MJ Melendez, William Contreras, and Cal Raleigh. All guys that are within uh seven the to ten points of each other.
1: I'd probably yeah. drop I'd probably drop all those for Gary except for Cal Raleigh. I have faith in Cal Raleigh. I I like him. So
0: Yeah. I think the biggest disappointment of those that you mentioned is William Contreras.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would mean, agree. He's still young. I wouldn't write him off just yet.
2: Yeah, and I don't know, Milwaukee's a great place to hit, you know. They they have a good lineup. I mean, their lineup isn't necessarily the Braves lineup, but I don't know. I I felt like he was going to have a better year in Milwaukee than he has to this As boy. a full-time guy, too. Yeah. I got, uh, one of the guy I want to talk about, he is still, he is still minors eligible for our champions league. Uh, but oh, I yeah? mention him because yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays in Colorado. Yeah. I know you love that Burns. So, uh, Nolan Jones, uh, uh yeah. top, top 100 prospect, um, for Colorado, he's first base and outfield eligible. Uh, he scored twenty four. A... No,
0: that's weird because
2: I thought
0: he was a third base prospect. Well, he was. Uh, well, they well, moved, moved him to the outfield, right? Like he, yeah, yeah, they did with the Indians. He was a third base prospect.
2: Yeah. Well, so the reason I recommend him is I. Pay attention to the... I've listened to the MLB Pipeline podcast. Love those guys. But they talk about the Arizona Fall League, right? And the guy that they continually talked about was Nolan Jones, right? And he lit up the Arizona Fall League. Yeah, 41 the, uh, at-bats, 366, two home runs, three stolen bases. That's Is it,
0: the Fall League so fun to watch because it's always the, the guy's the prospects that have missed time or the higher end prospects are, are on the cusps of making their major league debut.
2: Yeah, the, the Arizona Fall League is treated uh, for some prospects like the finishing touches on promoting you to the MLB, right? This is like your last step before you're now a full-time major leaguer. Yeah. So, I, I, I mention that because that's like a lot of great prospects have come through the Arizona Fall League and gone straight to the LB afterwards and been successful, won rookies of the year. So I'm paying attention to Nolan Jones. I don't have a place to pick him up right now in my minors. Otherwise I probably would. But he's in course field. He's first base outfield eligible. So yeah, pay attention to him. Uh, if he's got power, he's got if you're in power, dire need, then potential. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like said, so like he said, he, in, in
0: Colorado. Sorry, don't mean up there.
2: Yeah, I mean, so right now, uh, according to where uh, baseball reference, in triple in triple A this year, he's hitting three fifty six with twelve home runs.
0: With a 7-11 slogging.
2: Yeah, with a seven eleven slogging. Like maybe I'll reconsider my Joey Weimer pick and uh, pick up Nolan Jones. I don't know, you know? He's in Colorado, <laughs> like, he's gonna he's gonna score some points, right? The ball's gonna float a he's little bit He's left-handed, form. though, so...
1: Yeah. Good news, Wes. I don't, news, know, Wes, I don't know if he's the, gonna
2: play every day against lefties, though. But go ahead, Tommy.
1: I'll the good news for you. You've got the 11th waiver pick. I've got 12th. <laughs> I know. So, so you're safe I if know. you want to go do I literally
2: that. just pulled that up, and I was like, uh, I don't know. Can I that's I I'm not gonna recommend my my next guy until tomorrow
1: morning oh it won't it won't air till tomorrow. you're safe to say it,
2: yeah, but if I did <laughs> both of you would pick up you both of you would put a waiver wire
1: add in oh, I don't have room for anybody else i've been I've been making moves recently
0: with that, I think we will close out uh this episode of episode twenty two our prep for next week week eleven. I'm Michael. That's Tommy. That's BNB underscore OS. You can find Tommy at uh, BNB underscore Lombard. He's pretty, these guys both are very uh, active on on Twitter. Uh, they like to play the analytical and statistical game, these two right here. So uh, give them a follow and comment on, on what they're saying. They love the interaction. And we will catch you guys next week. Um, no, not next week. Once the next next episode is going to be um first base tiers. Yep. So if you're listening to this, get ready. We're going to go back through uh the last two months and re-tier the first base position. Just like give five with, stars.
2: Give us five give stars.
0: First, yeah. Go if you're on Spotify, Apple. Give us the give us a rating. Just scroll scroll up, click on the icon, click five stars. um, Give us a review. Even if you if just four stars, if you like. If you don't like. Uh, Wes's face here, or Wes's Wes shirt, something, give us four stars and leave that comment, okay?
2: If you're not into fishing, then say it.
0: Yeah, if you think Wes smells like fish and that's why you didn't catch any <laughs> fish just, earlier today, then let us know. And with that, I'm finally going to stop talking and close out this episode. I'm Thank Michael, you. that's Tommy and Wes.
1: <laughs> Y'all have a good night.